0: When it comes to this topic of keeping yashan, making sure one does not consume chadash, so most people will fall under one of three camps. Camp number one would be, to the extreme lenient view, we don't care about this prohibition of chadash. In Chutz we rely primarily on the Bach and the other acharetim that we spend time learning that the custom is we, we, are, not, we are not concerned for chadash in Chutz and therefore I couldn't care less whether my product is Yashan or not. That would be camp number one, and there's not much to do on a day-to-day basis because you don't care. Camp number two would be, those that are the extreme opposite, every single thing that they eat, they want to make sure and confirm is Yashan, because that's what the Shulchan Aruch says, and today, it's very difficult to say, shas et chak, and uh, uh, there's nothing available. There's sveikas. We know. We have all the information. We have plenty of products on the supermarket shelves. And therefore, they want to be scrupulous. And everything that goes into their mouth, everything that goes into the kitchen, is yashin. And then you have those who, like the Mishra says, we try. Try to do what you can. So I'm going to spend time today describing how, you know, those last two camps, how do they navigate the world of chadash, Yashan? What information is out there? What are the resources for them to use? So number one is the Chaddish Guide. The Chaddish Guide, which was started by Rabbi Herman Zetzal, he was Nifter two years ago, he started collecting information on which products are Chaddish, and we'll describe in a few minutes how that works, how he gets his information. But that's a very thick, encyclopedic guide with lists of ingredients, lists of products, so that would be one resource for Chaddish. More recently... People put together a website, an excellent website, yashan.com. There are updates, email updates, WhatsApps, chats, and uh, Q- FAQs, all types of resources available to help you navigate the Yashan scene. They will tell you, you could type in pasta, and it will tell you which pasta brand is Yashan this year. Now, where do they get this information from? So, there are several ways that they could confirm that a product is Yashan. The easiest way is if the new, let's say in America, if the new grain, if the spring pr- uh, crop, spring wheat, oats, barley, if they have not been harvested yet, so up until the time of harvest, everything in the market is yashan. That means anything that was produced before those cut-off dates is automatically going to be yashan. So for example, oats, the, the harvest of oats began a week or two ago. It takes time for that to come to the market. So if you have oats that you know was packaged before August 1st, there is no way that that product is chadash. So eventually they'll have a very specific time, a more exact date. It might not be August 1st, it might be August 7th, it might be August 10th, whatever it is, but they might have a package date where they'll, they'll say, anything produced before this date is definitely yashon because the new harv- they did not harvest the new crop yet. Now. When they start harvesting it's not a perfect science because every state they harvest differently at different times based on the rain based on the farmer had a family simcha and he wasn't able to harvest but there's an estimate of when generally the new harvest crop is now in the market so that is cutoff date number one additionally certain companies, they know from either the hashkacha, from the mashkiach, that they are using winter wheat either throughout the entire year. So they could say, oh, this company only uses winter wheat and the winter wheat is always going to be yashon. So this company flour, this all-purpose flour, is always yashon. Or they could say, well, this company switched over from, from a 2020 wheat to 2021 wheat, and they did that in September, so they could have on their date in this yashon uh, god, yashon.com, that King Arthur Mills, whatever, switched over in September. So anything packaged before September 1st, that will be considered Yashan. Additionally, not, only, not always do you see the package date. Sometimes you have a, only a best before date. So they know how many days before the best before date does this company use uh, you know, for the expiration date. So they can say, okay, if it says, bar, it says two years, I'm sorry, if the barley, the expiration date on the barley, that indicates that it was packaged two years earlier. So you could, another way of getting information on the packaging date. Additionally, there are certain hashkachas that we know if they are certifying a company, they are verifying that it is only Yashan, for example, the Mahadrin Hashkacha in Eretz Yisrael, your Eidah Haredes, your Badatz Rav Rubin, they only certify products, even Chutz Tarek's products, if it's Yashan. So if you find crackers that might have been produced in Poland, but if it says Eidah Haredes on it, so you know that the Hashkacha has confirmed that there is no Chadash in that product. And you'll have certain companies who, for business purposes, maybe uh, Halachic as well, but they claim... Perhaps they're selling into Eretz Yisrael. They claim their products are always yashan. And usually the hashkacha will confirm as well. So for example, you might have uh, a uh, noodles or gefen soup mixes on yashan.com. You can look, and they will tell you which companies claim that their products, their cereals, their soup, soup uh, tradition soups, instant noodles. Those are always going to be yashan. And And more obviously is certain products that don't contain the mini minidagan. They don't contain wheat, barley, spelt, oats, or That will always be no, always be uh, you know no issue of chadash because chadash is only on those mini minidagan. So that's really how those people navigate the chadash scene, looking at the list, looking at yashin.com, looking at the hashkacha to make sure the hashkacha says it's yashin, and that is how one can be a hundred percent above the issue of Yasha and Chadash. Part B, echoing the words of the Mishibura, it's very, when people see this big list, Chadash list, Yashin.com, every single item I'm going to eat, I have to go look up on a list. It's too much for me. And therefore, it's all or nothing. So the Mishabura says, don't do that. Don't view this issue as all or nothing. Try to be careful where you can. So where can you be careful? that won't ruin your life. So first of all, as mentioned, the beginning of the harvest, the first grain that comes to market is oats, and that's only coming in August. So if you think about it, since Pesach, which is almost half a year, five months, we've collectively been all machmir on, on, uh, on Yashan. So you have five months out of the year that you already have in, in a bag. Okay, so now that we have five months in the bag, so already machmir almost half a year. There are two other grains, two grains that are always Yashan, rye and spelt in America, are always winter products. So if you're having a rye flour or spelt flour, now rye bread or spelt crackers might have other grains mixed in, so that doesn't help you. But a pure rye or pure spelt flour is always going to be yashan. Additionally, you could avoid this whole thing by only eating you know, rice, corn, yeah, quinoa, chickpeas, you know, gluten-free, as long as you're not eating oats you would not have an issue of, of, uh, of chadash. So let's go through the other three grains. So we spoke about rye and spelt. What about oats? So oats come to the market fairly quickly. And this might be something that perhaps you could stock up. If you don't use too many oats or oatmeal, it lasts a year at least. So you could stock up on baking oats on oatmeal. But if it's too much, so you could say, you know what, I'll be machmer and other things. Oats might be too difficult for me to be machmer. I just want to point out that oats can have many applications, especially today, where people are looking for dairy alternatives. So every Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks is now selling oat milk. So perhaps you want to keep uh, not, not to get chalostam milk, but you might have this issue of khadash in your oat milk, oat milk ice cream, oat milk, oat milk yogurt. So oats can be fairly common. What about barley? So barley, it's pretty easy to store. Additionally, many of the Haimisha companies that people buy for their challenge, they do have, uh, they, they claim to be Yashan. So, barley is fairly easy. Now, barley is sold as barley itself, as pearl barley. But, they do produce a very important product called malt. And malt could be used in many different items. So the question is, is there a concern of chadash on the malt? So first of all, it takes many months for the malt from the new barley to come out to market because it has to be processed and shipped and all those other uh, good things. So usually, malt is not an issue until mid-December. And the way uh, the pieskim differentiate between the uses in malt is like this. That if malt is being used in a flour, so let's say you find the all-purpose or, or a bread flour that contains malt in it or malted barley. So the reason why they put that there is that malted barley contains enzymes and the enzymes when water is mixed with the flour, it breaks down the flour and it helps expedite the rising process with the with the yeast. So there's only a small amount of malt put in, put in there, it will be bottle, and it's, it's min be she'en amino, it's malted barley in wheat flour, and halakhali, one does not have to be concerned for the malt in the flour. However, let's say you have a malt cup, which is a Midwest ice cream uh, treat, where the significant amount of malt in it, where you have uh, pretzels that contain a, a malt sweetener, where it's there for taste, so then there would be more of a concern as far as chadash, uh, but only, you know, mid-December or, you know, late in the year. So you already have nine months out of the year where you're good to go. So one could say, okay, I'll be machmir up until uh, January. But afterwards, you know, I, uh, I don't have a choice. Beer also, beer, if, it's, uh, if, it's, if it was um, brewed before December, so usually there would not be an issue of, of, of chadash. What about wheat? So any winter wheat that you get would be considered Yashan. so you could assume that your matzah, crackers, hard pretzels would be yashen. Again, for those that want to be extra vigilant, so you'd have to go look on, on the chadosh to make sure, confirm that these products are yashen. But if you're just saying, I'll, I'll try to be machmer, so there are certain products that you could assume are always yashan, that would be matzah and crackers and uh, those type of products. But your high-gluten products, which is typically use spring wheat, your pizza crusts and your bagels. Cakes, uh, challah flour. So that would probably be chadash once uh, you know once October kicks in. So many of those companies are already using chadash flour. There's something else called durum wheat. Durum wheat is used for pasta but that only gets produced, you know, later in the season. So one could say, okay, I'll be machmer the first eight months of the year, but the last few months it'll be very difficult for me to be machmer pasta. Or others could say pasta is very easy to stock up on, or you could find in your local heimish supermarket, they're selling mishpacha pasta, geffen pasta, so it could be pasta is something that you could indeed keep. I just want to point out, there are common applications of wheat flour, or wheat itself that people are not necessarily aware of. This comes up for those that are, that are gluten-free, you've got to be careful, or Pesach time, what's considered hamet. So soy sauce, one of the ingredients usually is wheat. Uh, French fries could often have flour. Um, licorice and other items can have flour. We'll actually talk about French fries in the next uh, supplementary shear on, on, on chadash. But, the, but there are concerns for wheat beyond actual flour. So a person in this second camp could say, you know what, I'll be malachma where I, where I can, if I could uh, avoid it, I'll avoid it. When there's available, when there's yashan available, I'll purchase it. If I'm going out to eat and to, and to bother the waiter, if the fries are yashan, if the breadcrumbs on the schnitzels yashan, could be that's too much. Say nechonami. A person could say, be Mach, where I can, when I'm shopping, when I'm stocking up for the year, when I'm going on my big uh, Costco shopping spree, I'll try to purchase things that I know are free of the issue of Chadash. But overall, it's good to be aware of where the issues are, where the issues are not. So when a person is saying, I can be ma'achma where I can, so you'll have an educated guide of what to purchase.